0: What is up brothers and sisters, welcome to the Mitch Gray Show. I'm super excited that you're joining us today, hope you're having an awesome day. I am recording this on a Friday, so um, yeah, finishing the week strong, finishing the week strong. Um, A few things to update you with, always remember the new book is out, The Gathering Place. We're getting some really cool feedback from a lot of you on that. Make sure you go order your copy, you can find it on Amazon. Barnes and Noble, Lulu.com, or check out my website, MitchGrade.me. If you order it from my website, you will get an autographed copy, so very cool. Um, a couple of events coming up. Um, if you're in the eastern New Mexico area, I will actually be doing a book signing event on July 20th. That'll be a Friday, July 20th at Blackwater Coffee. I think that starts at 6 o'clock. Um, also in the Eastern New Mexico area, uh, by the way, Blackwater coffee's in Clovis, New Mexico, uh, also in the Eastern New Mexico area in Clovis again on July 26th. I think that's a Thursday. Um, I will actually be playing some acoustic music at an event at the Clovis Civic Center. So that's a, that's a, uh, you have to buy tickets and I think they're almost sold out for that event. So, uh, if you want tickets to that, um, Thursday, July 26th at the Clovis Civic Center, Make sure you go check out their website and buy tickets there. Um, Also on July 30th, I think, that's a Tuesday, we're starting a summer teaching series um, in the town that we base out of, Clovis, and I'm going to be doing a a series of two um, teachings, one at the end of July and one in August, on the five secrets to parenting teenagers. The five secrets to parenting teenagers. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um... So, again, if you're in the eastern New Mexico area, that's what we've got coming for you. Uh, make sure you plan that. On July 27th, we will be playing a um, full band show in Wichita Falls, Texas at uh, at the Gypsy Uncourt. So, if you're in the Wichita Falls, Texas area, that will be a free event. It's a great, great venue. We've played it once before. Um, right downtown Wichita Falls, the Gypsy on courts. So yeah, come check us out there. And then we've got some shows coming up at the end of August, but I'll update you on those pretty soon. So yeah, make sure you follow us on social media, Mitch, uh, M Gray Media, M Gray Media, and uh, we're just having fun. So yeah, enjoying life. I apologize, my voice is a little messed up today, so I will do my best, and it'll be all good. But this episode may be a little shorter than than usual. So the topic today is something that I've actually been thinking about for a while, and I kind of have a feeling that I will probably come back and visit this topic at some point. Um, but I want to introduce the topic today. I want to give actually four perspectives that you can apply to your life uh, regarding this topic. And then I think probably in a month or two we'll come back to this topic. In fact, I may do a whole series of three or four episodes specifically on this topic. So the The title of today's podcast is what you're really saying is dot, dot dot kind of like the idea when people say certain things, but you know they're like hiding what they're really wanting to say inside certain words, and you kind of just want to look at them and go, no no, no what you're really saying is dot 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 and and where you really see this is When it comes to politics and religion, politics and religion. And so you kind of see one of two things happen. You either see people talking about others in a blanket statement. So you might in the the political world hear a Republican talk about Democrats and just say, well, those Democrats. Or a Democrat will talk about a Republican and say, well, those Republicans Or a conservative-leaning person will talk about someone that they don't agree with and lump them in with the word liberal, and vice versa. A liberal-leaning person may say something regarding someone they don't agree with and lump them in with conservatives. And you see this religiously as well, us and them, lost and saved, uh, going to heaven, going to hell, a part of one denomination or a part of another denomination the world, and the saved people. You hear all these words of segregation. And what's interesting and what has led me to want to visit this topic a little more in depth is it's almost like we're hearing these um, blanketed words and these blanketed statements that are really hiding people's true feelings. It's almost like we're seeing this become more open in our current climate, especially in America. And what is really, you can pinpoint it down to when this current president was elected, it almost gave people the audacity to say asinine things that they weren't saying before. But the interesting thing is, they were thinking them. So basically what was happening before they were given this crazy permission to say asinine things about people is that they were either A, lying about how they really felt, or B, they were actually being led by a little bit of compassion and being more accepting of others. And I think what I have found is it kind of depends on the person. I have personally known people that they thought these things all along, things based on racism and segregation and narrow-mindedness, but they just didn't say them because they didn't have the courage. Or B... I've known people that didn't say them because they actually had a dose of compassion. It's one thing to think something, and to go, well, I may never wanna think another direction, but to still have enough compassion to live peacefully with people, it's another thing to think something and lie about it through your words. I'm not racist, yet everything in your life alludes to the fact that you are. I'm not a bigot, yet everything in your life alludes to the fact that you are. It's another thing to maybe have been brought up and raised in those environments, and so you've been led to think some of those things, but you've learned that compassion is the better path, and so now you're allowing your compassion to start opening your mind. Does that make sense? And so really what we need to do as we engage with people is A, As listeners, we have to read between the lines. But here's what I really want to talk about. When we speak as people, before we speak and say anything, we should always read between our own lines. In fact, that's the first perspective of what you're really saying is that I want to visit. Reading between your own lines. In other words, when I say what I'm about to say, how is it going to make someone else feel? And you'll hear a lot of people say, well, I don't really care what other people feel, but they really do. And honestly, we really should. And I'm going to get to that at the, on the fourth perspective. I'm going to come back to that. If we're going to live lives of compassion and love and grace and justice and equality, then it really does matter how what we say makes people feel. In fact, it matters tremendously. When someone leaves my presence, how do they feel about themselves? How do they feel about the world around them? And how do they feel about our relationship? Those should be the three questions. And if I ever say anything and I ask myself those questions, and then that person leaves, and I can go, oh my gosh, what I said between the lines is not going to leave a positive residue in the heart of the person that just left my presence. So I have to ask myself the question, what am I really saying? In between the lines and the letters and the words, what am I really saying? I want to go back to my political example. When you hear someone who claims to be a conservative say, well, all those liberals believe this, if you'll notice and if you'll study, what they're really saying is, Anyone who disagrees with my stance, A, is a liberal, B, I don't like, and C, is wrong. And that's not just a conservative person. You can switch the coin to a liberal person, someone who claims to be more liberal thinking. But what happens is, it doesn't matter what your stance or platform, religious, liberal, Christian, atheist, Muslim, conservative, it doesn't matter, Democrat, Republican. The point isn't your platform. The, the, The point is, what are you really about? Are you about developing more segregation in the world? In other words, just because someone disagrees with you, are you now about making them enemy number one and calling them something else? See, you see these words, that were often created as adjectives. A Democrat is a person that believes these certain policies. A Republican is a person that believes these certain policies. A Catholic person is someone that believes this certain type of religious perspective. What was maybe originated as an adjective describing someone's thought process and belief system has now become the standard of truth, for the people standing on that platform. I'm a Republican, Democrats are all wrong. Yet yeah, what's even funnier is you ask a Republican, well, do you think Democrats are all oh, No, I would never say a Democrat is all wrong, but I really don't think they're right. Well, what you're really saying is anyone who has a different perspective than you is wrong. Brothers and sisters, that is the most narrow-minded, inhumane mindset that you could ever have. To look at someone who thinks differently of you and say they're automatically wrong, they're automatically different, and they're automatically on the other side. Because here's the problem. No human is actually on the other side. There There is no enemy when it comes to flesh and blood. There is no enemy when it comes to other humans. Now, their choices may become the enemy. But that human is never, that is a universal spiritual truth that no other human is our enemy. Their choices, their decisions may make that stance an enemy. Example, we know that peacekeeping and inspiring others and encouraging others and walking the way of mercy and compassion and grace is the best Way. And we know that the act of murdering another human life in any regard is totally against the way of peace and mercy and grace and compassion. So, what our perspective is is the act of doing something that is against peace, compassion, grace, and mercy, that is what is evil, not the person. And when we start considering things in that way, and I know it's difficult because I know people make the decision to do inhumane things, but it radically changes our behavior and our thought process when it comes to A, evil and good, B, light and darkness, C, our brothers and sisters. It radically changes everything. And so we must learn to read between our own lines. If you can can review your words and your actions and your thoughts and ask yourself, is what I'm saying going to A, inspire the person I'm saying them to, B, inspire them to have a more positive outlook on the world, and C, inspire them to have a better relationship with me. If any of the criteria are not met, then hold your tongue. Like Mama always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say it. And while that prescription is not totally true, it does have much application when we're talking about reading between the lines. The second perspective on what you're really saying is, always ask more questions than make statements. Always ask more questions than make statements. It's the people that you have the conversation with where there is no dialogue. They're the one saying everything. They're the one making all the statements. They're the one that is saying, well, I believe in this or I do this or so-and-so did this or did you hear about this? They're making all the statements and they never ask you a question. Those are the energy suckers. They're the ones that they they walk into the room and everyone goes, oh my gosh, we have to listen to this person again. So what we are going to do to bring light into the world is we are going to ask more questions than we make statements. What that does is it does a few things. Number one, it allows us to enter into the story of the person we're listening to. And when we enter into the story of what someone is living and saying and believing and breathing, it now allows us to view them through the lens of compassion. And we now start understanding how they have shaped everything they're talking about and everything they believe. And now all of a sudden we grow more curious. And it doesn't matter who you talk to, whether you're talking to someone that has similarities with you or someone that is totally opposite. I always become very curious about both of those parties because I want to know how did they end up where they are today. And there's always an interesting story behind where you are today. And I want to know that story. The only way to know and to dig into that story is to ask more questions than we make statements. What interest do you have? What led you to that job? How do you approach parenting? What do you think about your relationship with so-and-so? Who's your favorite sports team and why? Where did you grow up? How was that? What's the greatest lesson you've learned in life? What's something you would tell me if you were giving me advice? All these questions. And the next thing you know, the person is pouring their heart out to you. And all you are doing is listening. But brothers and sisters, there's an interesting thing that happens when we give someone permission to tell their story. It all of a sudden allows them the room and space to breathe that story in and to review what they are saying and to take inventory of what they believe. And then it also allows them to reflect on all of the things they've said, done, and lived. And we are not stupid. One of the greatest superpowers that we have is the act of reflection. And it is through the act of reflection that we can then begin to grow and to change and to evolve and to identify those things that we would really love to do a little differently. So really what you're doing when you're asking more questions than you're making statements is you're actually giving a person the key to the evolutionary process of their maturity and their wisdom path and their growth. Ask more questions than statements made. Perspective number three on what you're really saying is, friends, become the facilitator of your own life. Stop making statements to yourself. I'm not that good. I'll never get wherever I want to go. I'll never achieve my dreams. I'll never make my. I'll never make enough money. I'll never be happy. All these self-condemning statements, and I make them all the time as well. They're the statements that run in our mind constantly, almost like the background music in a in in a in a store that you go in. It just never shuts off, and it's constantly playing, whether you like it or not. Those are the self-condemning statements that. happen in our mind all the time. That is why I say the most powerful voice in the universe is your own because we are the only ones that we live with our entire life. I always teach people you're the only one that you were born with and you're the only one that you will die with and you're the only one that you go to bed with and you're the only one that you wake up to because even though someone else may there be there physically, no one else is there inwardly. The greatest voice that you will ever hear is your own. The most awesome thing beyond that is you get to choose what you say. You get to choose what you're really saying. So be the facilitator of your own life. Ask yourself the questions. Wow, what power does my story hold? What would I like to see when I reflect? How could I leave my fingerprints of positivity and light in this world? What would I like to look back on in a month or two and say, yeah, that was really cool? Be the facilitator of your own life. life. And when you learn to facilitate your own life, a magical, mysterious thing happens when we start engaging with others. The greatest mistake, one of the greatest mistakes that I think people make is they don't facilitate their own life. I remember, never facilitating my own life. I remember when I learned how to facilitate my own life. I remember trying to help hundreds of others facilitate their lives and never quite understanding why I was still so unsettled. Be the facilitator of your own life. No one else can do it for you. The fourth perspective of what you're really saying is, words are one of two things there is no in-between. There is no number three or four. Words are one of two things. They are either life or they are death. And so when you read between the lines or you listen between the lines, people are either speaking life or death over themselves and over others. We get to choose. Will we speak life? Will we be the ones to say, all those Republicans, or those unbelievers, or those whoever, or will we be the ones to say, no, 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 it's not about us and them. It is simply about we, humanity, the beautiful creative force that exists within this universe, life, and love, and mercy, and grace and justice, and equality, and giving, and receiving, speaking life or speaking death. Once you release those words into the universe, they are alive, and you can't take them back. You can redeem them, but you cannot remove them. Brothers and sisters, will you speak life or death? into yourself and into those around you because what you're really saying is hidden between the lines and the letters and the words. I hope you have a great day, friends. I hope you can speak life into the lives of yourself, into your family, into the ones closest to you and into anyone that you encounter. I really, really hope that you live a life of peace and of love And that all the gratefulness that the divine can unleash would be laid upon your heart and your spirit and your soul and your mind. So that you can live a life of power, a life of redemption, and a life that shines bright as the stars in the sky. We will talk soon. hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to follow us on social media, M. Gray Media. Make sure to go order your copy of the new book, "The Gathering Place." It's about everything that we ever talk about on this podcast. Thanks for listening to the Mitch Gray Show, and we will talk soon.